Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now, here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thank you so much again for joining me this week. My motivational quote for today is actually by an unknown source, which is kind of funny, um, and it says, never leave the house looking like a scrub. You never know when a life-changing opportunity is right around the corner. Dress for success. We talk a lot about change here on the show and improving ourselves from the inside out, getting strong, being passionate, and open to new ideas for improvement. But guess what? How you look or rather how you present yourself really does matter. Your clothes don't have to be the latest designer fad, but they need to be a reflection of your personality and bring out the best in you so that you feel comfortable, confident, and, of course, approachable. Makes sense, right? But in reality, your closet may be a mishmash of fashion faux pas and impulse purchases like mine. Once and for all, we are going to bring clarity to your wardrobe dilemmas, your closet phobia, and get you out of the house dressed in just the right way for business and, of course, for fun. Our guest today knows from clothes. Holly Church Doyle is the general manager at Lord & Taylor, one of my favorite uh, sh- shops, with uh, a deep background in fashion. So help me welcome my good friend, Holly. So, Holly, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks, Connie. I'm, I'm honored that you asked me to be on your show, and I hope that I can be helpful to your listeners today. You know, it, it's so funny because we really do on the show, I really, the, you know, Architect of Change, of course, is the name. So we talk about, you know, different ways to change our mental perspective, you know, ways to address fear so that you challenge yourself and, and try different things and new opportunities. And I was so excited when I met you. We met at a networking event um, about a month ago now, maybe three, four weeks ago. And wasn't it funny that you and I ended up sitting next to each other, which was awesome, right, because I love meeting new people. And you did a little presentation for, it was a a women's group, but you did a presentation about taking uh, the ladies from day, you know, and then you have these evening events with a few quick, um, you know, quick quick shifts in the bathroom of pearls or, or a scarf or something. And I sat there watching you and saying, wow, she's so good at this. (laughs) <laughs> oh, thanks, Connie. That, that's yes. such a compliment. And, and and I think it was meant to be that we were sitting next to each other. And it's funny, when I went home that evening, um, you know, I was telling my husband um, that, you know, the presentation went well and everybody was excited. But leading up to the presentation, I said, okay, how can I make this exciting because for me, I think living and breathing in the retail atmosphere and, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing all the accessories and all the new clothes every day, I take for granted that other people don't get to see that every day. So I was nervous that it wasn't going to be as exciting and as powerful and people were going to be bored and they would be getting up to go get their coffee. But people were interested and you know that's what excites me you know teaching people something that they may not have known about fashion or you know how to accessorize because again i I take it for granted because i live it and breathe it every day 
And it was funny because I'll just share with everyone, you bought these awesome uh, accessories and chunky necklaces, just beautiful pieces. And everyone, and then the, the models walked around. So it was very cool. It was, it was a very funny thing. But after, I'm like, oh, love that necklace. Oh, that's beautiful scarf. Oh, love that. Oh, look at that bracelet. I'm sitting here going, boy, oh, boy, I need to go shopping. Exactly. <laughs> my husband probably was like, <laughs> exactly. But the funniest thing when we were leaving that evening, and remember I, I said, oh, do you need help carrying stuff out? And you, you cracked me up. You said, well, I'm coming out. I'm leaving with a lot less than I came in with. They were, everybody bought everything off of the little displays that you had to show the different accessories and everything. So I really giggled. I said, wow, talk about a successful evening. Not that people purchased, but that, again, people were so engaged with the topic. And, and yeah, I do think we were destined to sit next to each other because I had never spoken about dressing and how we feel both men right. and women and what what don't we because you know what you don't know what you don't know to ask a exactly. question yeah so this I'm really really excited about this topic because I, I'm not I don't like to shop which my nieces think I'm out of my mind I, I like to order online try right. it on in my my room I pack it up and I ship it back and they go but it costs you money I go no no I get coupons for free shipping. right exactly but I, and I, I mean that's a lot of us. We, you know, I, time. It's time. I have friends. Yeah, I have family. They don't like to shop. And really, it's because of the time factor. You know, we it are really all so busy now. Um, yeah. And shopping online is easy. And we can find five minutes during our day to shop online rather than trekking out to a mall that might take us an hour, hour and a half. It's true that this advantage, though, is just what you're saying. You're there every day. You take it for granted. But if if I did, let's say three times a year, I think, you know what, I'm going to do little fill-ins to my wardrobe, whatever, which we'll talk about today. You see things that you don't always see online, you know. So there is, I absolutely see the advantage of, of going to the mall and, and just seeing the, the new um, and again, accessories, you don't have to spend a fortune, but just to spruce up an outfit, sometimes it really does, like you show, you showed it that evening, is change your purse for, for women, maybe change a tie and, or a, you know, right. a pocket square or whatever. It, you don't, it doesn't have to be dramatic, but it can be dramatic, the outcome to our um, perception or how we're perceived. So my right. first, here's my, yeah, and, and I love, the outline that we put together and the first one is the psychological properties of color and I really want to discuss or, or share some or enlighten us I guess about what are the psychological pro properties of color and just break each one down for us because this I think everyone will find very very um, insightful and I think everybody would be curious about. Absolutely so any one of us if we were to look in our closet right now um, most of us will notice a specific color staring back at them. Um, mm -hmm. There are certain colors that we just feel more comfortable in and we wear it more often than any other color. And there is a chance that we subconsciously pick that color based on our personality traits. For example, red. Um, red is a powerful color. It's usually worn by people that seek attention. 
It's best worn by people with outgoing personalities, people that want to be noticed. The color of a stop sign is red. There's a reason for that. Red is a noticeable color. Blue. Now, before you go on, now red, okay? Every time I wear red, I'm complimented on it, and I and and this is as this is as crazy as I get with red. I'll wear like a gray a red shell under a suit, you know, or right. under um, you know, pretty sweater in the winter. That's as close as I get, and I get compliments. I do not like to wear red, even though I know it's a good color for me because I have the dark hair, dark eyes, and the you know the olive complexion. Because it does, I think, demand attention, and I don't like to get attention. Which, right, because of my personality, because of what I do for a living, you know, the radio show, all of these things. People are like, you don't like to be the center of attention? And I say, absolutely not. You know, like right. birthdays come and go. And I say to my husband, don't you dare do a big party. I want to do a nice dinner with my mom and dad and my siblings. And, you know, I don't like to be the center of attention. Yet my personality is one of very outgoing. So that's interesting. I think it's more of a confidence thing. See, I'm really bearing my soul here. <laughs> right, right. Well, exactly. And, and I think it's more of also and. You know, this is something that we're going to talk about later is that it's not so much, yep, you wear red, people are going to notice you. It's a vibrant color. It's, you know, an attention grabber. Mm -hmm. But the compliments that you're getting when you're wearing that red Mm -hmm. should be the confident booster. That's how we should be looking at it and not you know what, I don't want to wear red because I don't want to be noticed. We should be saying, you know what, I want to wear red because every time I wear red, people compliment me. And let's be honest, everybody loves compliments. Sometimes, you know, we don't know how to take compliments. You know, we're shy and we're like, oh, okay, thanks. But who doesn't love a good compliment? You're absolutely right. And it's funny because on the show I talk about, you know, being self-conscious, lacking confidence, what we do to improve. And this is one of my battles that when I do receive a compliment, I'm taken back. Now, isn't that funny too? Because people appreciate, like after a class, they'll say, thank you so much, or write me notes on the evaluation. Thank you so much. You've inspired me or whatever. And every time I get a compliment, I'm taken back. And I think to myself, boy, I, you know, I work on this. I work on this. So I just want everybody to know, everybody's got something they're working on. This happens to be my demon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, every day. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, yes, red, powerful color. And I am going to challenge myself and and wear more red. So that, see, everybody. You should, Connie. You should. You're adorable. Okay, so blue. You should. So blue. So blue. You know, when we think of blues, we think of the sky. We think of the water. So we're thinking of things that are calm, that are serene, soothing, comforting. Um, When we wear blue and individuals that wear a lot of blue are often looked upon as very trusting individuals. Mm -hmm. So, and it's funny because we talked, you know, a little bit beforehand and, you know, you asked me about blue and I had said that, you know, I do wear blue because I have blue eyes and, you know, I think that when I wear blue, the blue is more noticeable in my eyes, but, and I like blue, but then we also talked about how every time I wear pink, I get compliments. 
Yeah. So funny, it, right? it, it's just funny. It's just funny. And then, so now blue, I, I have to admit, I do like blue. Um, I think I wear blue more in the summer because, right. you know, your bathing suits are brighter colors. I wear, you know, maybe more turquoise in the, you know, greenish blues, light blues. You know, I have a little denim jacket you throw on. So I, right. I find I don't, I won't, I'll be honest, I don't wear blue in the winter, but I do definitely wear blue in the summer. Now, isn't that funny, though, because in the summer, aren't we all calmer? <laughs> well, we are. Because we have vacations and stuff. Oh, we are. So that's. Yeah, that's kind of interesting that I choose the blue in the summer, which is a soothing color, and it's it fits me. I feel it, it, it makes me feel good in the summer. So that's interesting. Right, right. Cool. Right. All right. Next next color is yellow. So yellow is a very emotional color. Um, yellow lifts spirits. It lifts self esteem. Um, and individuals who wear yellow often are not a afraid to stand apart in a crowd. Um, it's a noticeable color, just like red is noticeable, more on the warm side of the spectrum. Yellow sure. is a noticeable color on the cool side of the spectrum. And again, yellow, a great color for summer. Uh, you know, a bright yeah. yellow top or a yellow dress or a gentleman in a yellow shirt. You know, it's just a spirit lifting color. And now it's funny. Uh, yellow is probably my least favorite color. Like people paint their kitchens yellow, or I, I just I dislike it when I right. see it on other people. Or a yellow purse, or you know, like you said, a gentleman has a really nice yellow shirt. I always mm-hmm. think, oh, that looks so nice on them. I will. And now anyone who knows me knows why I don't wear yellow, and that's because I firmly believe that yellow attracts heat, and I'm definitely mm. a well, we don't want that. <laughs> Anyone we don't that knows want me that. Laughing. <laughs> I got stung. I got um, when I was a little girl, a wasp nest. I was, I was, you know, attacked. They attacked me, those bees, and oh. I freaked out. So I never wear yellow anymore. I think I was wearing yellow that time. So really, probably has no correlation other than in my crazy, uh, crazy head. Yeah, you, uh, you. you... You had a traumatic experience with yellow. I thank you for being sympathetic. It was really awful. No problem. Now, <laughs> I love you, Holly. You know what? Let's take let's take a real quick break, and then when we come back, let's talk about um, green, and then the gray and the blacks. Which I can't wait to hear what you have to say about black, because when you go in my closet, there is a plethora of black. So let's take a quick mm-hmm. break, and then we'll come back and and finish up with the colors, because I love this topic. Great. A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. Consultations, training, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. 
So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Okay, we are back with Holly, my Lord and Taylor uh, fashion fashionista. I'm going to call you my fashionista. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, so the next color would be green. Green. So obviously green, we think of nature, mm-hmm. balance, being restful. If you want to restart your life and turn over a new leaf, Green would be the color for you. Um, Green now, like Connie, you dislike yellow. Green is not a big color for me. I'm just not a green fan. Wow. It's my favorite color. Really? Yes. That's funny. Green and teals are definitely my my favorite color. I look at them, and I I think because I think of... um, like a Caribbean Sea or that whole, to me, it's very restful. And that's funny because that was the words you used. It's just very calming right. to me. The grass, I love when the, the smell of grass being cut. I love walking barefoot in grass. I just find the whole color green just really, um, it fills my soul. Isn't that, isn't that right. funny? So just, yeah, one of my favorite colors. Wow. Um, so that's interesting. You're yellow and, and I don't like green. That's just very interesting. So gray, yeah. talk about gray. Gray. So when we think of grays, I always think of a stormy sky because it's yes. gray. Yes. And we think of being suppressive. We think of gloomy. We think of the cold. Now, I mean, gray could be a gorgeous color to wear with, you know, a great pair of gray slacks. And going back to that red, um, a red sweater, Um, you know, beautiful combination. But, you know, when we do think of gray, we think of an old black and white movie and just gloomy and stormy. I wear a lot of gray. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not gloomy. And you are definitely not not gloomy, gloomy, Connie. and maybe that's why I could pull it off because I do. I have I have I have a couple of pair of gray slacks, and I do. That's one of the ones where I wear like the red shell or um, a, a red pattern. You know, maybe in the sweater, burgundy. Right. I love the burgundy, which is another side of the red with gray. I think looks very right. rich and and beautiful. So yeah, I do. I think gray is a nice way to make another color pop on you that that's you know i i i re- rarely have i think it's like a gray sweater that i might wear with black pants and then gray boots like that kind of thing um right you know, to set it off but yeah i happen to like gray so gray is an underrated color in my opinion <laughs> right i think so i, I think yes. so and, and like you said i mean it, it, it can be paired with something beautiful yeah. but i do yeah. think that when most of us think about gray we think, oh, it's gray. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, we don't so have funny. we don't have the greatest adjectives to describe gray. It's yeah. gray, gloomy. Yes, yeah, gray. It's down. Yeah. It's gloomy. Yeah. All right. My favorite color or lack of color, of course, is black. Is black. So black absorbs all colors. Obviously, um, black is looked upon as extremely sophisticated, 
glamorous, hence, you know, black tie affairs. Mm-hmm. And it, it really screams authority and yes. respect. Um, you know, and when I look in my closet, you know, we have a all-black dress code at Lord & Taylor. So I do own a tremendous amount of black, but I do wear a tremendous amount of black in my outside life. Uh, so that's where you and I, Connie, we're on the same page. I'm a, yeah. I, I love the black. Now, I, I, okay, I think black is sophisticated, glamorous, mysterious, sexy, you know, your little black dress. All, we all, right. the men have their black suits. I'll tell you, when my husband wears his black suit and he wears that white shirt and he'll put like that red tie on, I right. always think, oh, you look so handsome in that. So right. I love a man in a black suit. I just think it looks crisp and clean and in control to me. So, and especially with the white shirt. Now, isn't that funny? Although I do love my husband has the bright blue that sometimes he'll wear with the black. And that, I think, look, he's got light eyes. So I just think he looks gorgeous in, in that color as well. So now, is black truly, for women, I know mostly women, is it truly a slimming color or is that so, an old fallacy? There, there's, there's always, there's been conflicting reports about that myth. So I've read where people have said that's a myth, black is not the most slimming color, and then people will tell you that black is the most slimming color. To me, black is extremely slimming. Um, it's not going to call attention yeah. to any problem areas that we all have, because we do. Yes. Um, you know, and yeah. it, it, it's dark, and, it, and it's going to hide our problem areas so oh to me black is extremely slimming it is and and i think and i I bet most of us and i guarantee every man out there i hope listening that you don't think this show is just for gals um because it's for you too and i bet every one of the the men out there have a black suit and i don't i don't mean just for funerals i mean they wear that black suit and I bet you feel powerful when you wear it. So I, I, it's funny when I teach classes and we talk about, um, like everybody will come in and I go, okay, everybody wear their black pants today. And we giggle and we say, oh, it's like we called each other the night before. Why do we do that? It's slimming. You feel good. You feel confident. And, and that goes back to the psychological properties of colors that black really does make you feel like you are powerful and in control and, you know, all of those things. So now, is there a rule of thumb on what color suits us best, or or do you think it really goes to how you feel in that color? You know, I, I really do feel that we need to wear what makes us feel comfortable mm-hmm. and confident. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we're looking in a mirror and we're looking to change what we see, you know, go back analyze the colors and think about what those colors really mean and what you're looking to express to other people. But really it goes back to you want to wear what makes you feel confident. Absolutely. Do you, do you see, because again, in your line of work, do you see people making big mistakes with color, like mix matching or, because then it stands out, I would think, even more. 
Well, it, it's funny because, you know, it, it used to be, and, you know, used to be even five years ago, everything was very matchy-matchy. Yes. If you had on a blue top, then you needed to wear a skirt that had some kind of blue in it. Now, um, you know, we're telling people do not be afraid of color. I think that's the biggest mistake people are making. They're afraid of color. Yeah. Spring and summer is here. This is yeah. the time when we should be experimenting with colors. If color, wearing color is not normally in your comfort zone, start out with baby steps. Buy a bright colored handbag. Wear a shoe that's a fun color, and and that can go to women and men. Men don't have to wear the basic black or the basic brown shoe anymore. Um, Jewelry. Wear a bright necklace. Men, if they have on a sport coat, put in a bright colored pocket square. Uh, You know, nothing looks better than that polished look. But, you know, right now I think the biggest mistake people make is being afraid of color and being afraid to put patterns together that they may not have necessarily done before. Yeah. It's funny. I have an orange purse. It's just so funny. And it wasn't expensive. I got it at a pay less, believe it or not. Right. And we had a a child's funeral actually last Sunday. Very sad. But um, the little boy's favorite color was orange. So I knew this, and I said, oh, I'm going to wear my orange purse for him, you know. So I came in there, and and my friend, whose grandson was, she's like, oh, you wore an orange purse? I'm like, yeah. Well, I haven't changed it all week, and I I met up with some friends for dinner one night, and I walked in. What do you think the first thing they said? Oh, love that purse. And I looked at them, and I go, really? Like, it's a Payless purse. I thought the color was fun. I didn't want to spend a lot of money on it, and I put a really vibrant scarf on it. Can I tell you, I've gotten compliments on that purse all week. Not me. I've gotten compliments on the purse. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, and, and speaking of, you know, because we're talking about a, a handbag, all of us own a black handbag. Um, and and a million. for men, they all own a black pair of shoes, and, and they have yeah. to, and we probably yeah. have to own a black handbag. But, yeah. you know, we probably never get a compliment on a black handbag or – a basic black shoe for the guys. But yeah, if that gentleman, yeah, if that gentleman mixed it up and had on a great pair of Oxfords that are two-tone now, which are, you know, very trend right, um, mm-hmm. he, he's going to get a tremendous amount of compliments. And like you said, Connie, you know, the orange handbag that was of little cost, mm-hmm. you get the most compliments on. It's funny, and it's interesting. I've had um, gentlemen come through my classes, and there's three or four of them that I can name right off the bat. When they walk in, I go, let me see your socks today, because they buy awesome socks. They have colors, they're vibrant, and they just look so cool. So whatever is in the socks, even if they have like a black suit on and they have a blue shirt, the socks will be black and blue stripe or some, or a a plaid or something like that. And they, and then everybody in the class goes, huh? And I go, come on, pull your pant leg up. We all want to see your socks. And they giggle and everybody goes, Oh, I do like them. I should get them for my husband. I should get him cooler socks. So 
even just a little sock, because when gentlemen sit down, you know, your trousers go up a little bit, and there's right. that little flash of fun and color and personality. And again, in, with this one client that I have, four gentlemen wear these, they always have cool socks on. So guys, go, go sock shopping, or wives, go shop socking for your husband. I yeah, wanted, I mean, let's you, you, hear you would be surprised, um, you know, of course, at Lord & Taylor, we have our basic athletic socks and our basic black dress socks for the gentlemen, but, you know, there's a great selection of the funky argyle prints and the stripe yes. socks like you were talking about. And yes. we're noticing that it's all age demographics that are purchasing them. Um, it's guys in their 20s that maybe it's their first suit and, you know, their first job and their fashion forward. And it is also the more mature gentleman. Yeah. That it has no age. Yes. The gentleman I'm thinking of, they're, they're different age from 20s. Yes. Forties, yeah. I just, I love it. I think I, and I, and I have to tell you, it's noticeable, but in a, such a positive way. And I'm telling you, when I have ladies in the room, they go, "Oh, I want to go shop for my husband," or the men go, "Oh, they look kind of cool. That does look nice." I, you know, I'm going to buy a couple of pair, you know, pair of cool socks. I, I want to pause here one more time, and then when, when um, afterwards, I want to talk about the power of dress because I think that. Um, yes, colors can emotionally impact how we present ourselves and how we're perceived. But I want to talk about some key things that women and men should do um, to present themselves in a more powerful kind of uh, perception, okay? So I do want to say to everyone and pause here and say, is this topic something that you've been thinking about as far as yeah, I don't really love my wardrobe. You know, I look in the closet. I never have anything to wear. Spring is just such a fun time of year. We spring clean. Nice time to clean the closet out and fill it with some fun, again, colors and, and, and be a little more adventurous. Uh, again, I think because the sun is shining, we feel lighter in spirit. Um, this is a nice time of year to, to experiment with color. If you have, have stories out there of, you know, an outfit that you bought that was just like way out of your comfort zone from a color perspective and then you went to a wedding or an event and you got more compliments and you felt so beautiful or so handsome because, you, you know, you challenged your edge, please share it with me because I, I really want to share some success stories of folks who challenge themselves, in, in this case, let's say with color or an outfit or a style that maybe you weren't typically used to. So share your stories at Connie at WhitmanMinnesota.com. So it's C-O-N-N-I-E at and then W-H-I-T-M-A-N-A-S-S-O-C.com. Or, of course, go to my website. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, all of that as well, www.WhitmanMinnesota.com. Also, if you want to connect and chat with Holly um, to get even more detail maybe for, for you personally and or meet her at, at the Lord & Taylor shop, um, her email is holly, H-O-L-L-Y underscore, and then church, C-U-R-C-H hyphen, Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E, at lordandtaylor.com. Um, so, yeah, connect with her. And, Holly, are you on Facebook and LinkedIn? I am. I am also on Facebook. You can do a search for me under Holly Church Doyle and also LinkedIn. 
Oh, awesome. So if they want to connect with you on there, also um, asking you questions, et cetera, that you can, you know, direct them. Even if they don't live in New Jersey, you certainly can direct them, maybe what department, that, depending on what they're looking for. So share your stories. Holly and I want to hear your success stories of being challenging um, with your wardrobe and color and, and all those things. Change, that's what we're talking about. All right, so let's talk about, uh, Holly, now the power of dress. And let's start with men. What do you think maybe like five or three or five key classic things that every man should have in their wardrobe? Sure. So first and foremost, a pair of khaki pants. Mm. And we want these pants to be well-tailored, a neutral color. Khaki pants can be paired with a dress shirt, a denim shirt, which another trend right look right now, or a polo-type golf shirt. That's an essential piece of a man's wardrobe. And a pair of khaki pants is great for all season. But again, the key, it needs to be well-tailored. Yes, absolutely. And not wrinkled, boys. And not, not wrinkled. wrinkled. <laughs> not wrinkled. And what's another staple in a, in, that a man should have in his closet? Navy sport coat. You cannot yeah. go wrong with a navy sport coat. A navy sport coat can be paired with a great pair of denim. You can wear a navy sport coat to dinner on a Saturday night, to a wedding, to your job. And essentially, a navy sport coat, it, it's timeless. It, it's never going to go out of style. It's a navy sport coat. So it's yeah. definitely something that every man could use in their closet. Yeah, I love. And it's funny because I do love khakis and the, and the navy uh, sports jacket. I just think it looks um, very rich on a man. And I, like you're ready to go on the yacht. <laughs> yeah, like let, yeah, let's go to the country club for dinner and yeah. then we'll go out on the yacht. Yes, love that look. Um, is there another key thing that, that guys should have in their closet? Absolutely. So a solid color pair of denim. You know, we have so many choices with denim. Um, denim that has rips and tears in it, that has fading, that has cargo pockets, that has stitching on the pockets. We want to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. We just want a basic pair of dark denim mm-hmm. in our closet. And that's for men and that's for women because, again, that solid color denim can be paired back to that navy sport coat to dinner on a Saturday night. Absolutely. Yes. Love it. I love it. And my husband does have dark jeans, and I love when he wears them. And he has his, like, um, casual black loafers. I just right, think it right. looks so sharp. Yes, very right. sharp. A- any Anything else, like, for as far as a tie, uh, color of a tie, perhaps, pocket squares, anything like that? Is that still it, in I mean, print? pocket squares, you know, they're, they're uh, I, I think pocket squares you know, used to be viewed as an accessory item for a more mature gentleman. And mm-hmm. they're making a big comeback in a big way. And they are not just white and solid blue and solid black. They are fun, bright, 
paisley colors, floral prints. In that pocket square, depending on the color of shirt that you're wearing, again, goes great with that navy sport coat. You could put a pocket square in that has tones of pinks, greens, um, yellows. You know, it, it really could go with anything. And pocket squares, you know, you can get a pocket square for $22. You know, yeah, very inexpensive. Yeah. And it's very versatile. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so how about for women? What are what are some key things that every woman should have in her closet? So first and foremost is the little black dress. Um, we all need to have some version of the little black dress. The The little black mm-hmm. dress can take you from day to night mm-hmm. with simple accessory changes, you know, like I illustrated at the leadership meeting. Um, all the models had on black dresses, and we just changed the accessories. And that was great. It really, it really made a tremendous difference. Um, and of course, black, a nice pair of black pumps, and that I, I would think they should be polished. <laughs> that goes they, without saying, yes, right? They, they should and be. And, and the black pumps, um, again, they. It's a go-to shoe for day or for night because, you know, the pumps, you can pair it with jeans, skirt, trousers, work, going out after work. Um, But like you said, keep it polished. Definitely. You have to look crisp and clean. Um, What else for women? Black trousers. Like with the khaki pants for the guys, a perfect-fitting pair of trousers can be paired with any item in your closet. It doesn't matter what color it is or essentially what style it is. If you have a great pair of black trousers, you can pair that with anything that you have existing in your closet. Anything else for women? The last thing that I have for women is a crisp white shirt, Definitely. a basic button-down crisp white shirt. It elevates the look of a trouser, of a skirt, of that pair of dark denim. You pair that with a fun, chunky necklace, and it's just a clean look. It's so funny. I, you know, I love black and white. I, again, I think like the guy in the black suit, how just gorgeous I think men look and it, they just look so clean and, and again, classy. I think the same thing with women and you, that's where you can wear the black trousers, white blouse, again, ironed, pressed very neatly. And then that big chunky, but you can wear a bright necklace, bright earrings, you know, um, put a pin on it or something to, to make it pop. But yeah, again, another, I have all of these in my closet. I'm pretty impressed with myself right now, Holly. Yeah. You're ready to go. You are ready to I go. I am ready to rock it. That's right. So now my next question, all of these things, do you, do you really have to spend a ton of money to look good? Absolutely not. We, we all want to look for bargains. We're all excited when we get a bargain. I, I don't know. For me, it never happens, and I'm not sure why. But, you know, you always hear about these people that get these great bargains, and I'm like, ooh, how come I can't get that? 
But exactly. we want to look for bargains. You know, we want to look through fashion magazines. You know, look through GQ. Look through In Style, and look for outfits or pieces that are trending or that appeal to you. And then shop around. All retailers have versions of high style fashion. And you can always duplicate what you see in a magazine at a much lower price point. And, you know, I know Lord and Taylor constantly runs friends and family. They have every, it's like every month you get some kind of mailing for 20% off, 15% off. Plus, they have sales in the store and then you have the coupons on top of that. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we are um, we're, we're great at trying to offer our customers the best look, the best merchandise with value in mind. And like you said, Connie, you know, we change our promotions essentially every 10 days. And we have friends and family four times a year. We are starting our next friends and family event June 3rd. So it's coming again. It's a great time to get some of these items for your wardrobe. And, you know, like I said, if we breeze through fashion magazines and say, oh, you know, I really like this, but the piece that's advertised is a pair of black trousers for $250. Yeah, that's crazy. Shop around, you know. Everybody has a version of those black trousers at all different price points. You know, and I'll just share with you. I went shopping. Um, you know, of course, in the mall. I went with a friend. I, like I needed one more thing, so I said to her one night after work, "Let's just run." I don't want to go shopping, shopping. I just want to run into Lauren Taylor and one other store we had to pop into. So we parked by Lauren Taylor. We walk in, and our the woman was putting a rack together and my little guy needed um, a winter coat, but they, they won't wear anything heavy. They're real fuss pots, my boys. So I wanted one of the puffy coats that are in style, but right. the, the price for what's the one that everybody buys, all the kids buy, not Columbia, the, um, ugh, it's very expensive. Anyway, I, I said, Oh, he doesn't wear jackets or coat, winter coats that often. They wear the hoodies mostly. I'm not spending a fortune. So I see this black coat, puffy coat, and I said, oh, that, that's a nice that's a nice weight. And it was a Michael Kors. Oh, my God, forget it. It's going to be a ton of money. Right. It was, it was $300, 50% off. So it was 150 And then I had another whatever coupon, plus they had another coupon on top of that. I got that coat for $75. So wasn't that great? I came awesome. home. I awesome. was so excited. He wore it all winter because it wasn't too heavy and didn't make him sweat. And when he opened it on Christmas, he goes, Michael Kors, are you at, like, Mom, are you out of your mind? I go, oh, God, right. I got a great deal on that sucker music guy. Right. <laughs> right. You are so, proud of what you got. Yes. And, but here's the thing. The quality was really, really good. He's not growing now. I mean, he's already over 6'1". So the jacket will now go with him. You know, in two years, he'll go to college, and he'll be able to, to still use it. It was just a classic black you know, jacket. So you really, right. when you have those coupons, don't be afraid because you guys have, and I'm sure most of the department stores do this now, but you guys do have those internal sales 
and you can use the coupons on top. It's it's a no-brainer. One of my friends had to go somewhere. She went to Lord & Taylor recently, and she said to me, you're never going to believe it, whatever the shirt dress was. It was 150 on sale, on sale with the coupon. I think she spent $25. And she looked at me, and she goes, it's like the best deal ever. I want to wear the dress every day. <laughs> it was a right, beautiful exactly. dress. Right, exactly. And, you know, yeah. and it's, it's funny. And, you know, Lord & Taylor, um, you know, everybody knows our store on Fifth Avenue. And, you know, it was a luxury department store. Mm-hmm. And it's the oldest department store. And, you know, some people still have the image of Lord & Taylor as being that expensive store. And, you know, we're not. You know, we offer something for everybody. That's what makes us great. And Absolutely. like you said, we, we're promotional and we are always offering a coupon or a savings pass. So people you can save you- money. And, and Holly, isn't the fashion, I feel like the when you go shopping in the summer, they already have winter stuff out. When you go shopping in the winter, they already have summer stuff out. So I feel like everything is accelerated, and I'm, and I'm not just saying Lord & Taylor, so please don't take that as an insult. Right. Uh, any store you go to, even when you go to, you know, the dollar store, they, they'll, they'll have Christmas stuff out in August, you know. Really? I don't want to, it's still hot out. I don't want to think about Christmas decoration. Yeah, I mean, so, it, it's, it's scary because we will start to get in our swimsuits in January, and yes. our swim season, we'll start to get in those winter coats towards the end of July, beginning of August, when we're like, ooh, yep. dog days of summer. Yeah. It's hot. And, you know, we're getting into winter coats. And that's why I think that retail now has and can offer so many racks that are discounted in sales. It's all about moving the merchandise, not just being that high for that high end client. It's, it's, I think, I think retail in general just has to um, reach the gamut of the populace so that, that, you know, you guys could stay, not just again, Lord and Taylor, all, I'm sure all department stores so that you could stay in business. So we do, we're, we're constantly ahead of seasons as well, which is just crazy. Let's take our last break. And then we have about 15 minutes and I want to talk about what's the best way to organize a closet from the perspective. And, and I know, I think everybody has this. We have our workout clothes. We have our jeans and, and t-shirts, you know, boots, casual. Then we have our corporate casual for work or going out to dinner on a weekend, perhaps. And then you have your very corporate, you know, business attire. How do you organize the closet so that number one, we circulate our closet, meaning we don't wear the same things over and over, which I know I do. And also just organize it so that we know where everything is. So if you could give some tips on that, I think everybody would find that helpful in managing the whole closet menagerie. Okay. Another quick break. and, And then we'll come back and talk about that. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. 
Condi's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back with Holly Church Doyle, um, executive at Lord & Taylor, and she's sharing some very insightful and key elements for both men and women, not only to wear, and now, and, and colors and all of that we've, we've discussed, I really want to talk about the closet, okay? How do we organize it, keep it organized for the many different lifestyles within our lives? So, Holly, how do, how do you recommend folks organize? So, we need, flexibility is key. You know, we all have varied roles, in our lives and we need to be creative when it calls for creativity and then we need to be corporate when the corporate door is knocking. Um, And those of us that are lucky enough to have a dream closet, I am not Connie, but me either. (laughs) I am not. Um, You know, if you can, then you can separate your clothes by lifestyle event. You know, you can have an area of your closet that is your clothing for work. You can have an area of your closet that is for casual. You can have an area of your closet that is your workout clothes. Those of us that don't have that, um, organize your closet by color. I Mm. think that you will be surprised at how many pieces, when you organize it by color, can be interchanged for varying lifestyles. The top that you may have that you think is casual, maybe it's a pink top, then you think it's casual, that could be interchanged to wear underneath a blazer for work. So when you're organizing it by color, you know, you can see what you have in the spectrum. Now, okay, I'll I'll just share. Um, I am a bit of an organizing freak and, and I think I have an anal personality at times, which I don't know, good, bad, it's just how I'm wired. Mm-hmm. But my closet, I have separated, um, again, I don't have a big closet. So on the bottom, I have double rung, right? So on top, I have all of my uh, silk shirt, like sleeveless shirt, short sleeve shirt, and I have them color in the, you know, across. Then beneath, I have another rack and I have my long sleeve shirt that, you know, my fleece top, stuff like that. So I have casual and mixed in my, you know, dress shirts that I wear that are long sleeves. And I have them color-coded. And then I have my long skirts and anything that's long on the left side of the closet all the way in. And then in the middle, I have racks for jeans, um, sweaters that I fold because I don't like the way sweaters get when they're, right. um, you know, hung up, they get stretched out, et cetera. So that's how I – and then I have another um, – a little area that I put on my suit jacket. So that's how I, and then of course the trousers are, are on the shorter uh, side as well. And I have them color coded too. So is that a good um, go-to way? Because I know if I'm looking for a white blouse or a purple blouse, I just go to my purple section and see what texture I want. That's just how I kind of maneuver. Yeah. I I mean, that's, that's perfect. And, you know, like I said, um, Organize it by color. You know, you can then see what you have, what can be interchanged with different components of your wardrobe. 
and really, you know, what you may think you need to add to your wardrobe. Yeah, what's missing. That's I that I like that idea of doing it by color because you really can see what the gap is or I have 20 black shirts and one per, you know, one lilac that I might wear under a suit. So it really does make it become evident what your preferences are. Right. Right. Yeah. That. Okay, so great. I, uh, that's a great idea. Okay, last 10 minutes. Can you give us some fun things or tips for the spring and summer dressing? Um, now, I know a lot of companies do corporate casual. And, again, that doesn't mean flip-flops and short short ladies. And for guys, you know, ripped, you know, cut-off short type of thing. But what are some fun things that we can do for work and for play and why don't, again, we do five minutes on each. So men first. Let's do men first. Absolutely. So this is something that gets a little scary um, because, like you said, Connie, um, dress code guidelines for the office have changed tremendously. And, you know, it, it seems like casual Fridays have taken over the entire week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, men. I find that everywhere I go. Oh, absolutely. You know, men are not required to wear a jacket, a suit, a tie. You know, for women, it is acceptable in most places to wear a sleeveless dress or an open-toe shoe. Mm -hmm. You know, all organizations have their own dress code. But we always have to keep in mind that we are still in a professional environment. And we need to keep our appearance to that professional standard. We all need to dress according to our career and our job function and not necessarily the temperature outside. I always say that if you are in doubt when you look in the mirror in the morning on what you're wearing to work that day, it's probably not a good idea to wear it. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, it's if you're questioning it, there's a reason why you're questioning it. So yes, go with your probably guidance. best to change. And, you know, for men and women both, we always want to be polished, whether it's 95 degrees out or it's 35 degrees. We always want to present a polished look. And, you know, the motivational quote that you started the show with, I mean, really had to do with that. And it spoke to that. You know, yeah, you absolutely. never know what opportunities are going to exist yeah. when you walk out your front door in the morning. That for sure. So g give me give me a tip or two for the guys. What what can they do that's casual but cool, you know, just real crisp and cool? So, again, you know, if acceptable at the workplace, the well-tailored pair of khakis is great. A great-fitting button-down shirt you know, if we do want to take it one step further in the spring and the summer, put on a linen blazer with that great pocket square. For women, if you are allowed to wear sleeveless and, you know, we don't want to push the envelope with tank dresses we or, or you know, little skimpy camisole dresses, you know, simply a sleeveless dress, you know, wear that sleeveless dress. Make sure it's an appropriate length and, you know, wear a shoe that is appropriate for work. We don't want to wear a gladiator sandal to work, ladies. 
not a professional look. We want to, men or women, you know, when we're being viewed in the professional environment, we want to be taken seriously. And, you know, society is very judgmental. And the first thing we look at is possibly what somebody is wearing. And we make a judgment call on that, you know, before we even get to their abilities or before we get to how intelligent they are, we're looking at what they're wearing. And yeah, and I just I just went to a seminar, Holly. It was very cool. The, the presenter said that first impression is what they talked about. So a man, a man's first impression of another another man, it takes between forty and sixty seconds. A man's first impression of a woman takes about thirty seconds. A woman's first impression of a of a man takes about ten seconds, and a woman's wow first impression of a woman is seven seconds. Oh, so we giggled in the, in this, in the <laughs> seminar I went to and we said, yeah, because women are more intelligent guys. I'm only kidding. Don't get it. Don't right, get it. Right, 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 right. I'm joking. But they, uh, she said, really women are just more intuitive. It's just how we're wired that we can make a judgment right or wrong, but we can make a judgment usually more quickly. So um, uh, it does take guys a little bit longer, but women are looking, are you wrinkled? Are you, you know, put together well? We do, we do see that as positive or negative. So it, it is what it is. How about for fun? What are some fun, cool things the guys can wear this summer? So for summer, you know, a, a guy can wear um, a great pair of pattern shorts with a basic T-shirt and a pair of boat shoes, and that's a great casual look. Um, Love it. You know, I'm sure everybody has a lot of outdoor activities in the summertime, and you know, everybody fears going to an event and being underdressed, but we don't want to go to that summer barbecue overdressed either. So, you know, like I said, for the guys, put on a pair of great pattern shorts. You can't go wrong with a basic white T-shirt and the boat shoes. Um, yeah. Women, you know, keep it casual with a skirt with a pattern short and pair it with a basic denim shirt. Um, that white T-shirt that I just talked about is yeah. great with the jeans, with the chunky necklace, with a fun pair of sandals for a casual look. And, and it's neat and it's crisp. And you can make that basic pair of denim and that basic white T-shirt look fresh. It's not just going to look like a T-shirt and jeans. And you know, it's funny. I have, um, sometimes it's too hot to wear long jeans, so you put the capri jeans. And I love right. wearing it with a white T-shirt and then a, like a turquoise necklace. Exactly. And then I have a pair of real pretty sandals. They're brown and they're, you know, between the toe. They're not just, uh, wet. I, I don't wear high heels because I'm very tall. But, it, you know, between the toe and then it has it's brown sandals, brown leather, and then it has the turquoise on it. When I wear that basic outfit that you just throw it on, you feel so comfortable and cool, and too, especially on a hot, hot evening or a humid evening, I get more compliments. And I giggle, and I think, oh, my God, you know, it's a turquoise necklace, real pretty with, with a white T-shirt, and it just pops and looks beautiful. And I'm That's laughing because I love what my husband wears. His just black, he has a, a black, white, and gray plaid uh, short, and then he puts, like, an Under Armour collared shirt, you know, the button, and, right, and right. just his his um his, his Perry shoes. 
he, he looks, I think he looks so handsome. And my kids too have Sperry's because for hockey, you have to wear a shirt, tie, and khakis. And right. not allowed to wear sneakers. My kids aren't going to wear dress shoes, with, right? It looks ridiculous with khakis. So they, they each have uh, Sperry's. My little guy loves them. He has two different colors. And they wear them without the socks. They look so cool. I just love that whole look. Again, yeah, and that, I mean, Sperry's, again, yeah. you know, you brought up Sperry. That has made such a comeback um, for the younger generation. Yeah. And, and, you know, like you said, you know, you're – your guys, your little guy, they love them. And that's, again, something for all age groups. Yes. And it's a great shoe. Yeah, I tell you, they, my kids are hard on their shoes. They are great shoes. And that my kids love, and they're comfortable. And they right. love wearing them. And they're not a fortune. You know, they do last. So they're not a fortune. So they're kind of the staple that my guys, uh, again, the three men in my house, uh, where so I we're out of time believe it or not but I love all of your tips I love your ideas um, the last minute give me one thing that the guy should go out and buy maybe to add to their wardrobe uh, you know it for either corporate or casual it doesn't matter the navy blazer because navy it can blazer. be corporate and it can be casual Cool. And how about the ladies? The one thing that if you don't have it, you should go out and buy. What is it? Little black dress. You got one hundred percent. One hundred percent. You are so cute. I I agree. I agree with everything you said. I think you're absolutely brilliant. As a matter of fact. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. We are out of time. Holly, thank you so much for being on the show. This was absolutely uh, fun. It really was a fun conversation, and I'm always talking about the mental change and working hard and doing this and, you know, facing our fears, and you know what? We can have a little fun with our wardrobe, and sometimes that's enough to change our perspective as well. So, you guys, I hope that today's conversation provided some framework for you guys to go out, gals and and guys, to go out and explore maybe little things that you can add to your wardrobe uh, to make it a little more fun, fresh, and, again, up-to-date so we don't get old and stodgy. We want to stay cool and young like the kids. Uh, so, again, go out there, go shopping, have some fun. It's, uh, you know, holiday weekends are coming up with the summer, so go look for some of those uh, awesome sales. The website, um, I'm sorry, not the website, the uh, email address I will put on the link so that you can connect with Holly. Again, you, Holly Church Doyle, so you can connect with her on Facebook, LinkedIn, and I'm also going to give her phone number, which is, this is her direct line at Lord & Taylor. If you need help with anything, 732 area code 750-3232 extension 501. And you guys know how to reach me. Um, so I hope you all enjoyed the uh, show today. I hope that we have enticed you to go out and explore some different op um, options for yourself and realize that even change in our wardrobe is easier than we probably think. Um, thank you again, Holly, for being my awesome guest and for your insight and cool, awesome tips. Thank you Thanks, all. Thanks, Connie. It was, it, was, it was a great hour. It flew by. I, you know, it always does. I can't stand it. I, you know, you want time to stand still, and it just keeps marching. On I know. It. I know. I know. Thank you all again. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. 
Thanks so much and have an awesome and inspired week. And go, go change that one little thing in your wardrobe and have some fun. Enjoy. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't.